This is your station, your music, the world famous. WXIN, Providence, Rhode Island, USA. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Stadium Experience with your host, Jay Combs. It's a show where we talk about the latest and greatest happenings in the world of sports right here on 90.7 WXIN. Jordan Moment is here alongside. Before it's going to be a, uh, a reduced show today, we're going to be going to 515. So not the full 6 o'clock hour, but that's all right, because we do have a lot to fill that time up with, though. Rob Gronkowski, obviously, retiring. going to reflect on his career. Talk about what it means to the Patriots going forward. And also, baseball season is starting tomorrow, if you can believe it, Jordan. I, I think so. Tomorrow will be, well, I mean, the start of the real one, but not the national series. Uh-huh. So we're talking about that. And if you want to chime in on any of these topics, do not be afraid to call in at 401-456-9946 or at 401 401- Four five six eight seven eight seven. Wearing any of the topics, or head to the official Stadium Experience a Facebook page. Tune in the Mike Kane Memorial live stream. Drop me a comment. Say anything there you want, and we'll just see how that goes. So anyway, though, with all that out of the way, you are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on ninety point seven WXIN, and we will just dive right in from here. And hello, Jordan. Hello. So yes. Before we begin with, I do want to open with Gronk. Before we go to that, yes, baseball season starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. Feels like that just crept up on us immediately, man. Like, which, by the way, I do want to talk a bit about that, about how that's actually the fault of the MLB. But I want to dive into that. But first, yes, of course, the big news. And I wanted to put a little, I wanted to put a whole highlight reel together. I wanted to do a whole, whole nice little thing about it. But um, I couldn't find, apparently, finding raw NFL footage is a lot harder than I thought. So. I didn't really know how to do it, but montage or not, I was going to have some Sarah McLaughlin under it. You saw my first part. I did. I did see it. Before I realized that's just absolutely impossible to find raw NFL footage. I mean, you still could have used it in all defense. It would have had other music. would have messed. But anyway, so (laughs) I hold myself to a higher standard here, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Anyway, though, the retirement of Rob Gronkowski, which... I can't say we didn't see coming. We talked about that on the show, that he was more likely than not probably going to retire. Mm-hmm. But that's easy. It is easy to sit here and talk about the hypotheticals and what it means for the team, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, that does not prepare you for when it actually happens. Which it broke Sunday. And I don't know about you, but I was hit by it. Like, in my logical part of my mind, absolutely saw it coming. And the logical mind thinks it's probably the best decision for him and the team. But still, I don't know. That is the first, you know, all-time great Patriot we've seen retire in a long time. And really, if you want to talk about a guy who's defined kind of the second dynasty of the Patriots here, really you can divide it into two, two periods. Two, two distinct eras. Exactly. Obviously, Tom Brady and Bel- Bill Belichick define the whole thing, but who's been another Patriots player since really since 2010 when, you know, the dot. You know, making the 2011 Super Bowl. That. Like, since the last 10 years, who's really defined that era of the Patriots more than Rob Gronkowski? I mean, I guess you can make an argument for Julian Edelman. But even then, has he? Like, I don't know. You know, who's had a bigger... And I mean, that's, that's a fair one, too. That's a fair one, too. But <laughs> even then, like, who's had a bigger presence, you know, on the field? Which, been, I mean, Gron- you know, Gronk... I think Gronk's been a more important player for them. I mean, maybe... 
because Edelman's played more, I guess, because Gronk's been hurt, which, I mean, is the one thing working against him in all this. But outside of that, like, if you want to talk about that, on the field, off the field, in terms of being, you know, and Edelman's a great player, and I love Edelman, but, Edel, you know, Edelman, at least to a lot of people outside of New England, is not considered, you know, a top player at his position. He's certainly not considered a top player all time. And lately, there's been more like a conversation around him getting into the Hall of Fame, but it's not been, you know, a robust conversation. It's not been people hopping on to say, yeah, Edelman's a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, Edelman's a good one. We'll talk about, you know, defining. I want to get more into this topic in a minute, but you want to talk about, you know, Rob, just like one of the really, one of the biggest personalities I've ever had on this team in this time. And just, you're not prepared to see that retire. And it's good because this is kind of practice for when Brady retires. You know? I, I guess. You know, in a weird way, emotionally. I don't I don't think so. No, you don't? No. Well, fair enough. Because <laughs> that'll hit that'll hit harder. But still just sitting there like I was writing the news brief. Writing the headlines about it. It's just like, man, like, he's gone. I mean, it's assumably. His, his agent is already saying he might come back. But for the time being, he's gone. And that's... I don't know. I wasn't as prepared for it as I guess I thought it was. Not that I cried or anything, but, you know, it's. Rob Gronkowski, who is the greatest tight end of all time. That's very bold. Is it? Yes. How? Why? I mean, there's Antonio Gates. Antonio there. Gates is not better than Rob Gronkowski. You, you want to you argue about Tony Gonzalez, fine. Mm-hmm. There's, you, there's him. You want to argue Antonio Gates? Get out of here with that. Do not try to put Antonio Gates in this. I mean, Antonio Gates is a Hall of Famer, but not better than. Do not give me that. I mean, you pull up the stats, they'll be higher in every conceivable category. Yeah, because he played longer. Yes. And he's still playing. <laughs> Antonio Gates might still be in the league. Yes. But, I mean, you want to talk to so these like, who is the best, like, just pound for pound player all time at that position? You know, no, I mean, there's like five tight ends people know about. Yeah. Like ever. It's just in terms of ability. I mean, he blocked good. I mean, that's the the only thing I'm going to give him over the years. He's a phenomenal blocker, like a dominant receiver. Like, I I don't want to sit here and just hash out all the things that, like, Gronk is good at, but it's everything. Like, complete player. And now, at least in his career, not so much last year, last year, regressed a bit, but. You want to talk all time like that's what happened and that comes into you know all-time Patriots like where does Gronk fit in over really it's across the board the last 20 yeah last 20 years like where does Gronk fit in among the players I mean obviously Brady's one like obviously Brady's number one and then I would say Gronk's number two last 10 years I guess but I mean is there anybody you'd even put above Gronk in general Across the board, like. Not that comes to mind immediately. No, I mean, like, you, you want to tell me Seymour? Like. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not big on the Gronk wave. Really? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter because he hasn't played. He only played, like, four times, basically, in the last three years. But he played four times. He played all year. He played almost every game. He played every game last year. Yeah. Played every game, played every game the year before that. I yeah, I mean they can win without him, so it's not really. 
All right. I mean, I, I mean, they did. They, they, honestly, I feel whatever about it. They did win the Super Bowl against it. I mean, like, I don't feel whatever about it because now they do have like a massive gaping hole at tight end. But they already did before. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you to, to argue the holes in the Patriots' offense is a bit, it's a bit ridiculous. Well, no, I mean, they did. They had <laughs> the holes were massive, whether or not he was here or not here. I mean, you're not wrong, but now they have another one. Yeah, mind you, one that's very valuable. Very easy to replenish. And we'll get into that in a minute. But just to stick to it, really, not on the Gronk wave that much. All right. No. What do you mean? It's, uh, I mean, he's here. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't. I'm, I was never that attached to Gronkowski. Huh. I I kind of been done with him ever since he freaking pile drove that Dolphins player that game. Ever since he tried to murder Tredavious White, yeah. Oh yeah, that did happen. That was that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That was that wasn't great. So I, yeah, I, that was, I've, had, I've, kind of, I've kind of been known with him since. We then. had a long se- we had a segment <laughs> on this show about that, and my def- we I, I abomished Gronk Gronk for trying to murder a man on national television. That was no. <laughs> that was he did just jump on his neck. His, his play the play's been over. For, it was over for like fifteen. They seconds. were on the sideline. <laughs> They weren't on the Every field. time you watch that highlight, it gets ridic- more ridiculous because <laughs> you start noticing the little things that have lapsed between those two incidents, between the interception and him jumping on him. There's so many things that happen. It's ridiculous. He did murder that man. Yeah. He could have died. That, that could have snapped his neck in two. I remember that. Oh, do I not remember that? All right. So you've just been out on Gronk ever since then. You're like, nope. No, nope. I've been out. I'm like, all right, he's he, okay. He's not. He's not the brightest bulb. Well, yeah, tall. So I'm like, all right, you know, there's, there's. But all right, wow, you're 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 just raining on this parade. My God, <laughs> you are you are not here for this. That is, <laughs> all right, fair what enough. Do you mean? I don't know what they I expected out of they, you. They barely had a. They barely have a defense, and they basically don't have an offense. I don't know what the I don't know what the prognosis is. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you how I see it. That the I mean, Browns talking about the roster. We're just talking about Gronk. Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're just we're just trying to look at his career, God, and, and reminisce for a minute and reflect on one of the great all-time Patriots retiring for like eight minutes. And you just want to sit here and we want to rehash Patriots tight ends murdering people. Like, we can do that, but there is Ooh. way more material on that than there really should be. Uh, Aaron Hernandez joke. Uh-huh. 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 He's dead now. <laughs> he is. But the Massachusetts court reassigned his guilty plea. <laughs> yeah, so now look- his wife and kids probably won't be getting his NFL pension. Oof. Or the rest of the guaranteed money that was left on his contract with the Patriots. Big oof. Now he's a convicted felon again. Mm. So that's not great for them. Not at all. So Bob Kraft can cut that check right to the Palms Beach Police Department, I guess. <laughs> As he pleads not guilty. Because that's still going on. He's now asked for a trial by jury. He's going to court over this. He's He asked. He doesn't want it in front of a judge. He want, they want a full trial. <laughs> he wants 12 of his peers in there. He wants the whole spectacle. God I, bless him. I oof, hey man, if I could afford to hire millions of lawyers, I wouldn't and would like spend that. I would. I was gonna say I donated, but I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> Who am I? Oh, it's a high road in that bad. I think I'm above high roading somebody <laughs> that badly. I would donate. I mean, I might donate, but I'm not saying that I would like definitively. Maybe spend it on like 
like some cool suits. Buy some more, buy some more like air ones. <laughs> Bob Crabby's got to have them. I guess. Got to so. have like a closet full of them. Need something to wear when you're getting Meek Mill out of prison, man. You do. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. But uh, anyway, so back to back to fondly reminiscing. Um, I guess you're just out on that. I mean, it was a cool career. <laughs> it was a cool career. It was pretty good. Okay. You know, just you know, Hall of Fame career. Eh? Yeah. The machine of Gronkowski. The machine. You know, he grow. It was fun. It was fun watching him develop from that young kid from Arizona into a half of a cyborg. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Yes, the, the progression of medical technology. <laughs> watch oh. him, watch him get to a point where the NFL just lets him wear a battering ram on his arm every yeah. game. And, and what still shocks me if it's illegal, can't just be like, listen, you, you you can get a compression sleeve, but you can't wear like full fledged armor. <laughs> the the aug the augmentation of Rob Gronkowski. It's like Deus Ex, but just Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> Ex Machina. Maybe, man. Did you say Deus Ex or Ex Machina? No, Deus Ex, the, the video game. I never played that. What's, what's that? Picture, oh, I'm picturing Ex Machina. I'm picturing, like, Brady, you have to go see if you can get him to feel. <laughs> Just gronk. Yeah. I like football. Good. That could work. If Belichick can be Poe Dameron, who's just in so much stuff. Yeah. I tell you, Poe Dameron is in a lot of movies. That guy just keeps being in movies. Like the Melissa McCarthy of good movies. I, I don't know if that, I guess. I don't know. In the same way like Melissa McCarthy's in bad movies? She's just in a lot of movies. i never seen her in a good movie. Like, I feel like this is, oh, that's what I'm saying. I guess I eventually she'll They're just both actors who are in a lot of movies, so I'm comparing them for no reason. I mean, eventually she'll be in a good one. So I'm comparing them for no, for no reason other than that they have two people who are in movies a lot. But like I feel like like I like every time like they're done with trailers for one Melissa McCarthy movie, like boom, here's another one. Now she's going to school. Then they're like, now boom, now she's a spy. Boom, now she's a ghostbuster. I'm not even making these up. Like these are, these are real movies that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know. I don't know if they came in that order, but I don't think it matters. But like it just keeps <laughs> happening. Like she's never like like people are like, okay, she's done. Get her in for the next one. Like gotta gotta keep milking this cash cow all we can. I guess. Gotta start keep milking the Melissa McCarthy industrial complex. Basically. Which I mean, hey, I mean those movies employ thousands of people, so the truth to the juggernaut. Union jobs, like, you know. Unless, unless, unless they film in New Zealand. Unless they film in New Zealand, yes. The lobbyist groups will go to great extents to crush unions and will literally irrevocably change work laws in this in that country overnight because yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, so the career of Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Something about the Hobbit. Is he a Hobbit? Uh, I think he's like, he, he's like an anti-Hobbit. He is definitely not. He is an orc. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Can he be smog? I don't think. No, God, Belichick's smog. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, he is smog. Or, or smog Raja Goodell. Ooh. Raja Gasmog. I don't know. The desolation of Roger Goodell. Is, Ro is smog the woman who gave Robert Kraft a hand job after he paid her for it? Hey, man, can't blame the sex workers. Apparently, they found that maybe it, there wasn't any trafficking going on there. Oh, then what's this? Okay. So now we're just doing this whole thing over, like, I don't know, Robert Kraft doesn't want to, like, face responsibility and pay a fine. I don't know. 
because he's rich and rich people just don't. Rich people just need to be exonerated for every given thing, which is ridiculous. Because, like, if you're rich, why do you care about having a criminal record at that point? What's it going to affect? What, are you applying to jobs? Maybe. Is Kraft afraid that's going to, like, come up? And, like, like you're, like, in your 70s, dude. Like, who cares about your record at that point? What, do you think you're not going to get into, like, I don't know, like, heaven? Hey, man. Robert Kraft really really Did you see his apology? No. Oh, he published an apology, and it was bad. Is it my bad, man? You know. No, you didn't know. Basically, what it said was, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't feel like Googling it. It was basically just like, I have known many great women in my life. I yeah. respect women. And then there's a paragraph about his dead wife. Okay. This, this, I right. spent decades with a wonderful woman. Yes. Myra. And just talks about her. And I'm like, I what? Why are you bringing up your wife in the hand job case? That's weird. I mean, you can respect women and still pay sex workers. I don't like it's just, these he's like he's like no these are I not two conflicting things. He's like I apologize. By the way, I have all these women. Look at all these woman friends that I have. I can use sex work. I don't know. Has it had That's what the, it sounds like to me. Like that, these the I don't I just think it's weird to bring up your wife with your dead wife. I'm going to be honest. These are not two conflicting ideas. I think it's a little scummy to use your dead wife's invoke your dead wife's name to, to try and gain her sympathy in a Sex. Now, if he just said, like, she's been dead and I'm really lonely, that's like, all right, fine. Like, I make it makes sense. But no, he's just trying to be like, I respect woman. Look at this one woman who I respected a bunch. Remember when the team wore those patches with her initials on it? I do. See, I'm not such a bad guy. And Rob Gronkowski was on the team then. And that, felt, that feels like it was, like, forever ago. What was that, 2012, 11? Yeah, something like that. Wasn't that in, like, the second Giants Super Bowl? Which I don't, which Gronk, uh, yes, it was. Which Gronk played in, but he was definitely a decoy because he was hurt going into that one. That but, was um, that, yeah, that was 2011. Then yeah, I think it was. I think it was weird to uh, to to invoke your your dead wife's name in an apology for, for a very sex. minor sex scandal. Which which frankly, which frankly should not be should not be illegal if uh, you know they're not being trafficked. I mean, it's it. it, it I mean, it, not to get into a whole discussion about like prostitution while we're trying to talk about the life and career of Rob Gronkowski, but. I mean, basically, they were, they were looking for something else, and they happened to find something. It's it's, it's still a missing. You know, it you know, should be illegal to begin with, but also, you know, you, sh <laughs> you shouldn't be. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had a warrant. Invoking your dead. It's just so weird. I'm reading. I'm like, Bob, what are you doing? I'm like, Kraft, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Do you, you must have like a team of people who helped you write this, and they they must be saying like, hey, dude, maybe maybe don't do this. Like, maybe don't just be like, no, no, no. I can say it. I have a friend who's a woman. Like. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, though. Like, oh, no, my wife's a woman. I, I can. My my wife was a woman once upon a time. <laughs> my my wife was a woman. Yeah, I I, I, I respect women. Come on. Two, one of my kids is a woman. Not the one who I'm giving the team to, obviously. But one of my kids. Actually, does he have a daughter? I have no idea. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I know one thing. His daughter's not the one who he's teaching to run the team. John, Naira. They graduated in 1960. Nope. Never mind. They graduated in 1963. Bob Kraft or his kids? Bob Kraft. Okay. Got married. Nope. Nope. He does not have a daughter. But one of his kids is the president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Boston. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. That's probably a decent paying job. Yeah. I have to imagine. Then they have David, who doesn't have anything. Wikipedia, it says Jonathan A. Kraft, when he was born, what he does. Daniel A. Kraft, when he was born, what he does. 
Joshua Craft, when he was born and what he does, and then it just says David. Shout out to David. Maybe David's really the one he's giving the team to. That's why there's nothing on the Wikipedia article about it. But what? I say that's why there's nothing on the Wikipedia article about it because he's the one he's giving the team to. That would be a that would be a reverse. Yeah. He sets up. He set. <laughs> <it'll be> ch- <laughs> yeah. He just sets. He just sets them up. He's setting up Jonathan. He's setting up Jonathan just to pull out the rug underneath him and give it to David, who's like the kid who they sent to live in like the mines or something. Yeah, you have to divide the empire equally amongst their sons and hope they don't fight each other for complete <laughs> control. Or you don't give it to either, or you put all the or you put the two or you put all the sons who are truly conflicted on opposite ends of the empire and then give the bulk of the territory to your easiest going child and put him in the middle and hope he acts as a buffer. Yep. Hey, if it worked for Chingus, it can work for Kraft. It didn't work for Chingus very long though. It worked okay. They got, they kind got, of. They, how did it not work? By next generation <laughs> The Mongols ruled China. Yeah, but they only ruled China for like another like eighty years. Yeah, not because of how he divvied up among his sons. I, I guess the empire. Yeah, you get because the empire expanded massively. But um, in West and then, Asia, and then for some reason based. the Mongols were like, you know what? I think God wants us to rule all of Asia. We should uh get on that. And then they tried, and then it, then it got windy. Yeah, and then and they were. There were bugs in India. There were bugs in India, and none of them had ever been on boats before. Yep. They were like, no, 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 we'll get this naval warfare thing down off the cuff. It's fine. So they were just going to play it by ear with naval warfare. They didn't have any, like, any like ginger tablets or any Dramamine or anything. So, yeah, so Rob Gronkowski, where does he stand among all-time patriots? Is Rob Gronkowski the real son of heaven? True inheritor of everything under the blue sky. I mean, if there's a physical specimen that we should all aspire to be, I mean, he's yeah. up there. Like him and like LeBron James just got to impregnate everybody. Is he the scourge of God? Could be. Like LeBron James and Rob Gronkowski just need to have children with all like doc- with all the doctoral candidates in the world. And then we'll just have all these super people. It's ridiculous. Get like every like, get like every like doctoral candidate who's over six feet and just and in good health and just. Boom. Super people. That's the future of humanity. We're not endorsing eugenics on this show. I'm just, <laughs> by the way, just for the record, I'm just, I'm just laying out a plan. Just, just a bit of selective breeding. Just laying out like a hypothetical plan. Because obviously both of us are, go- are gone in this scenario. <laughs> We're obviously not bearing the super people. I guess Me and not. you, I guess, are giving birth to like, I don't know, like... Like like the underground, like the people they put underground or something. I don't know. I will bear no fruit, Jake. It's like, a, how are you going to be? In t- I am the fossil, <laughs> fossil tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I am the fossil tree. Maybe Gronk's like doing this because he has a girlfriend now. He's like, ah, I don't got to play football anymore. Gronk found love and that's it for him. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's like, I don't need football anymore. I was only playing football to impress chicks. I guess I don't got to do that anymore. That'll be cr- that'll be wild. It's like how Jeter, well, no, it's like how Jeter retired then immediately married the woman he was dating, which was smart because he was like, you know what? Like now that I'm retired, Jeter, I probably won't be able to date all the most beautiful woman in the world anymore, which yeah. is still like the most amazing thing in the world. Just, just Derek Jeter's dating history, but he's like, you know what? It's gonna lock this one. Down. I don't know who it is, but it's somebody. 
now A Rod's marrying J Lo. So I mean, it's good for A Rod. So maybe, so maybe Jeter was a little off base with that idea. Maybe there is still life after baseball. <laughs> but um, yeah, it might be. Yeah. So any 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 other thoughts on the life and career of Rob Gronkowski? Uh, I I I want to. Uh, do you, will you miss him throwing things on the ground hard? Yeah. Ah, what do you think? What do you think he's gonna do next? Uh, besides besides conquer all of Asia and Europe. Well, no, no, Dave, no, David, Jonathan, and the, the middle one are gonna do that. Okay. Maybe maybe Gronk can get like Glenn and uh, and the other Gronkowskis together. Maybe maybe him and the Watts. Maybe the Gronks and the Watts can fight. That'd be fun to watch. Did you watch that pay per view? Maybe like an all out death match between the Watts and the Gronks. I'd watch that. No weapons, or weapons? Do you want weapons? It's always funner with weapons. What kind of weapons? Uh, I don't know. Clubs. I was I was gonna go with spears. Spe- all right, I kind of want to see how I kind of want to see how far Gronk. I kind of want to see if Gronk could like skewer like Derek Watt from afar. Is that the dad fight? I know the Gronk's dad likes to hang around with them. It's true. You ever see his dad's at like all the parties and stuff? It's weird. It is a little bit weird. Be like these massive like tailgates. I was like, yeah, his dad's here too. Like ah, I get the brothers, but it's a little weird. Hanging out with your dad? There's nothing wrong with hanging out with your dad, but... Okay. You I, to I've part- heard, but... But... <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. I don't know if I'm bringing my dad to, like, my sex... To, like, my yacht sex party. I don't know about that one, though. Might just leave dad at home. Maybe, like, go fishing with him. <laughs> what the hell, Jake? <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, so what do you think Gronk does next after the death ma- after he survives a death match with the Watts? Because frankly, I think Gronk would win. I think the speed's gonna help him in that. I don't think JJ Watts is fast. Mm, but JJ Watt is a nation state. That is so, true. So he has the entire resources of the state. That's true. Of JJ Watt. There are many Watts. That's yeah. true. That's a good point. He has his brother. So his- maybe Gronk does need to conquer some of Asia first. Yeah. And then it could be like Pan African expansion into East Asia and really just throw all of human history on its head. Basically, be like African colonialism. What's that? Hey, man. Besides the entire history of Africa up until like the 19th century. Yeah. But um, not to get too deep into that bag. So, yeah, do you think, do you think, do you think, do you think he's going to be a, a wrestler? He's uh, going to be an actor? I think Gronk's going to try to be an actor and it'll just be the because it will not be good. And I feel like people will like catch on to it. Like, I have faith in people for some reason. Because, like, John Cena's trying to be an actor, but John Cena's actually kind of good at acting, so it's okay. He is kind of good at acting. They don't think Gronk's going to be good at acting at all. You never know. Eh. Eh, you ever hear him talk? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You can you, mm. can, you can coach that. Yeah, yeah, but you could also just get, like, you know, somebody who's, like, studied acting their entire life. Yeah, but why'd you do that? Because famous people are like, oh hey, look, famous people in movies. That's the thing. I mean, I guess that's I guess that's how Kyrie has another movie on on the way. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I never saw Uncle Drew, so I don't actually have like any idea of like Kyrie's acting chops. But Kyrie's dramatic. I I can't wait for t- Kyrie to get bored doing comedies and decide to do like 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 a dramatic role. Because like LeBron James is pretty okay in, ch- in Trainwreck. 
He is pretty okay in Trainwreck. But also he's playing himself. But also he's in that movie like an inexplicable amount. That movie was actually pretty great. Like you saw, like I saw the trailers. I'm like, oh, is LeBron in like one scene? That's funny. No, and then I, then I had, he's he's a character. Like he's in that movie. It's, it's LeBron James and Bill Hader, and it's kind of great. It's it's like how Max Kellerman is like in Creed two. Yeah, but also like only like doing boxing commentary. But like, yeah, LeBron is in that movie. It's crazy. LeBron is like in in that movie. Yeah, and it's kind of it's funny. Would Gronk or LeBron win in a fight? Uh, probably, probably LeBron. Really? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Gronk can could be way more vi- is more inclined to violence. Yes, but did he get? Did he receive any combat enhancements through his uh, <laughs> prosthetic reconstruction? Uh, probably not. Uh, but I, it's, I don't, no, no. I feel it would be. I actually, actually think it would be a slaughter. I think Gronk would absolutely kick LeBron's ass. Maybe. I'm telling you, they're the ones who the aliens are taking. It's not gonna be you or me, Jordan. Like, like we need your best specimens. Yeah, let's take these guys. No, let's get. We gotta take them. It'll be bad. You keep harping on how those are like the future men, but those are the future men right there. Like, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do next. Keep making shows for Nickelodeon. Didn't he have a show on Nickelodeon? I have no idea. I know, I know he did. Is he still doing it? I have no idea. I remember it was like a funny video show, and I was like, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> I, I had no idea. I was like, what What on earth is this? I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, yeah, that was happening. Let me let me look it up. Let me let me try to. <laughs> Oogie Fro- oh, God. They're like, yeah, Gronk. People, kids like Gronk. Kids do like Gronk. Because Gronk is a child. Oh, yeah. It's called Crash Elites. That was it. Crash Elites. Is it still happening? It was people just, like, hitting things and stuff. It was much of, like, five minutes. And I was like, no, yeah, it's had three seasons. (laughs) Three seasons. It is. It's going into season four. Wow. Wow. Well, there he goes. He has a steady source of income. (laughs) Oh, good. Good. Gronk will be okay. Won't be seeing Gronk sleeping at the bus station anytime soon. Nope. That's good. So, uh, yeah, that, that's our thoughts on the life and career of Rob Gronkowski, I guess. <laughs> the future son of heaven. I guess unless you have anything else. I mean, besides the guy he's a first ballot Hall of Famer and best player all time at his position. But um, I think if he gets in before Vinny T, it's a travesty. Nah, why not both at once? Ooh. Let's make it happen, folks. Vinny T, first ballot 2020. Vinny T first ballot 2020. I'm in it. I'm in. I'll buy the. I'll buy. I'll buy the Hall of Fame jersey. We could get. Uh, we could get everybody we know together and buy every jersey Vinny Testaverde's ever worn, and then. Yep. I'll wear them to school. Like when Josh McCown's daughters, or like his daughter and like his daughter's friends, did that on, like, homecoming day, one day. <laughs> That's, damn. I feel. I would feel some type of way if I was him. What kind of way? Some type of way, like damn, like you really just clowning me a little bit. Like you got the whole, <laughs> like you got your whole clique wearing my jersey, <laughs> jerseys, jerseys. Yeah, no, not just not just like it wasn't just all Jets. Josh McCown, no, I like got every Josh McCown jersey, and they went to school because Josh McCown's old enough to have a daughter who's in high school, which is kind of weird. How old is he? Isn't he's only like thirty. He's close to forty. Because football players, for some reason, decide like, hey, I'm about to become a world class millionaire athlete. Better have a kid at twenty. 
Better get married and have a kid at 20. I don't know why, why like, I don't know why the rate of like getting married in your teens among athletes is so high. Because that makes no sense to me. Jordan, if you found out tomorrow, like, hey, you're about to become like a millionaire and become a celebrity, would your first reaction be better marry somebody I dated in high school? Mm, I can see the impulse. I don't see it. I don't see the impulse at all. Because at least you know this person will like you for you. Who cares if people like me for me? I just want them to like me. You could have you could have Jennifer Lopez waiting around the corner. Yeah, but JLo like, likes A-Rod. She doesn't like me. <laughs> for now. I'm not beating A-Rod. Are you kidding me? He's A-Rod. Let's play for the Yankees. Maybe you can beat Ben Affleck. And the Rangers. And the, Ran- and the Mariners. And the Mariners. Those are th- three equally historic franchises. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I just, I just feel like, hey, uh, we should get married now and have a kid right now. Because I'm about to enter the NFL and I should have a child. I mean, you can support it. But why? Because you can. Why? You can do a lot of things. Want to buy a f- fancy dog or something? Buy like it's a- probably just as expensive as having a kid. Fancy Definitely dog. not. Definitely less legal red tape around having a fancy dog. Yeah, but just as much money. Definitely less money. No way. Definitely less money. No yeah, my way. dog. Do- you ever had a pure breed dog? Got to buy it food. I have two. Yeah. Yeah. Buy them food and like give them shots every now and then. Uh, is- you're basically describing a child. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Have to buy, you don't l- have to pay it for a dog to have like piano lessons or. Have you died? And that's the way, man. You don't have to buy a dog clothes. It's you naked been, all the time. You've been depriving Clyde of many experiences. <laughs> I'm calling DCYF. <laughs> I think nobody can really call the police. I mean, they can. But then, like, PETA will get mad at you. Not, like, the court system. Well, like, mean, you got to, like, be really bad to get legally in trouble. You can just, like, be, like, kind of mean to a kid and they'll throw the book at you. Like, you can yell at a dog. If, I'm not saying you can yell at a dog. I'm not endorsing it, but... We do not endorse eugenics or animal cruelty on this show, but I think you know it, it, it's basically the same. You know, I, I have not, in fact, been get, letting my dog join the sailing team. He really wanted to, but I just don't want to give up my Saturdays. You're you're really selfish. You know that? <laughs> All right. Anyway, when we come back, we've been touching on baseball a little bit here. We have some Red Sox stuff to communicate once again with the MLB season right around the corner. So you are listening to, to something, <laughs> something resembling the stadium experience with Jake Elmsley. And we will be back in just a minute. This entire piece of music is played with only two instruments, a right hand and a left hand. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life with hands-only CPR. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands-only CPR is recommended by the American Heart Association, and it's incredibly easy and effective. Find out more about this latest method of CPR at handsonlycpr.org. The power to help save a life is in your hands. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. 
working two jobs and my husband works too. My kids go to school with your kids. I sit next to you at PTA meetings. We live right next door. We've been neighbors for years. You know my family and me pretty well, but here's one thing you don't know. I'm one out of every six Americans, and my family is struggling with hunger. Like you, we believe in this country. What's hard to believe is in the land of milk and honey, how many hardworking Americans have to choose between paying bills and feeding their families. This is a problem with a solution. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those around you quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Help the Arbor Day Foundation plant more trees across the nation. Support Tree City USA where you live. Go online to arborday.org to contact your state forester for community forestry assistance. You can make the air taste fresher. Breathe as deeply as you please. You create a world of pleasure just by simply planting trees. Adding shade, creating beauty is just part of what they're worth. Make the world a better place with trees. Contact the Rhode Island Division of Forest Environment. Go to arborday.org. Blasco Smoke Shop is Providence's premier smoke shop and vapor lounge. Conveniently located at 1842 Smith Street, North Providence. Glasgow Smoke Shop, the best smoking supplies in all of our eyes. Best local pizza, look no further than Big Tony's Pizzeria at 525 Eaton Street, Providence, featuring daily specials and free delivery until 4 a.m. Get a whole pie or just a slice at the home of the Gangsta Rap. So call in at 401-490-0000 for a slice of the local favorite, Big Tony's. Often imitated, never duplicated. Rusi. I'm a retired teacher. I'm 91 years old and this is how I live united. I say retired but not really. Once a week I read books to children as part of United Way's education program. Reading to a child creates links between language and literacy. It creates a bond between grown-up and child and believe it or not it prepares them for a better academic future. Oh, we read about frogs and flies and pigs with wings, all sorts of juicy stuff. It's a joy to watch all those little faces. I figure I have the time and they have the need. And I've always believed that if we're not here to help each other, then what are we here for, really? My name is Ruth Rusi. I help kids prepare to succeed in school. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. 
Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is 90.7 WXIN. WXIN Stadium Experience. Jake Elmsley, Jordan Moman here alongside me. We've been talking uh, our innermost feelings under the guise of talking about Gronk, I'd call it. But anyway, we're going to be moving on. We're going to try to move on to baseball because that's right, everybody. The MLB season formally begins tomorrow. So we want to really go in about that uh i don't know what there is to go in about well anyway so <laughs> jesus christ jordan <laughs> I, I, I had two things on the docket today gronk and baseball and you're like gronk you're like ah who cares about him i didn't say that it's like you know i think people are like overhyping him a little bit you know they're really they're really they're really feeling some type of way about gronk and it's like you know was that really the first, the same Gronk that first started playing? No, like, of course not. No, of course more, not. He's more he's more machine than man at this point. <laughs> Bel- Belichick just found him on the on the beaches of Mustafar and yeah, it was it was Cyber Gronk reconstructed him, or was he General Gronkvis? He's he, he's basically imagine like the the origin of like RoboCop, uh-huh. but instead of getting shot like comedically like twenty five times, it's true a lot of times. RoboCop is such a funny movie. When you rewatch RoboCop, like that, oh that is brutal. Like the first twenty minutes of RoboCop are like brutal. RoboCop's one of the funniest movies ever made. I don't know. I think Spookies is a funnier movie. That's true. <laughs> that Grim Reaper was ridiculous. I think Spookies is a much funnier movie. But yeah. no, so baseball so, season starts tomorrow. Robo Gronk. But first, I do want to get into the Red Sox because they've been doing some things. <laughs> Have they? Yes, and we talked we talked last week about the Red Sox because, well, you know, we do that occasionally. And the Red Sox went, and since we've talked last, they went, they went and handed Chris Sale a five-year, I believe, $145 million deal. Okay. This being the same Chris Sale, mm-hmm. who is turning 30 yep. in three days. His birthday is March 29th, March 30th. All right. And the same Grisale who routinely every year has broken down down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Going back his whole career and just the Red Sox paid to keep Evaldi, which I liked. They obviously have a lot of money tied up in David Price. So the Red Sox have invested a lot of money into their starting pitching. And just before we go into anything else, how do we feel about paying Grisale? Because I was really on the fence about paying him. There are a lot of like, there are a lot of people who would just, oh, yeah, got to pay Grisale. I've been on the fence about it because I know it would take this kind of money to keep him. But at the same time, the thought of him leaving is hard to reconcile as well. Because if he leaves and you have to go fill in that spot with somebody else, I don't know who else you're going to throw that money at. Because then you wind up with David Price. And a part of me is just glad that not maybe it's the organization is scared away after not re-signing John Lester, letting that whole situation kind of fester and then watch him 
explode with the Cubs, and then two years and a year later, you're paying David Price billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But now you, now you have a starting pitching staff that's getting paid a lot, and the Red Sox still do not have a bullpen. No, they have even less of a bullpen. Yes, than they did last year. They have since lost Joe Kelly, who I mean, who would have thought that would be a thing? And Craig Kimbrell is still just kind of blowing around like a candle in the wind because nobody wants to give him the money that he wants and he doesn't want to take the money that people want to give him because the baseball offseason is the worst thing on the planet and I wrote about it in the anchor this week so go pick that up for my thoughts on why the baseball offseason is a wasteland and why the MLB season rolls in with nothing but a whimper yeah but it's pretty whimpering right now how do we feel about the Red Sox investing this much in their starting pitching? Because it is what got them to the World Series last year in a lot of ways. The starting pitchers were all phenomenal, even including Rick Porcello, who's probably gone now because, you know, they're paying him $20 million. And that's a lot of money to be. The Red Sox are paying a lot of money for their top four starters right now. I think this season, their top four starters will be making something in the range of all together for salaries, 60, like close to $100 million. Between all four of them for this year. So, yeah, I mean, just overall, how do you feel about paying Chris Sale, Jordan? Uh, I mean, kind of have no choice. See, I kind of feel that way, too. <laughs> like, no, I do kind of feel that way, too. Because I don't like the contract as a player, and I'm so afraid of the injury history, and I still am. Even though he was able to be effective in the postseason. He wasn't the same player, but he was able to contribute. But on the other hand, yeah, I, the, the idea of him leaving and then them having... Price be their number one starter and like nothing behind him is kind of feels gross. But then also, but what does this mean though? Because we did talk, I talked a lot. Of, I don't know if you were here that day, but I did talk. Like, you know, I feel like maybe it comes down to paying Chris Sale or keeping a guy like Xander Bogarts. Like, eventually the Red Sox have to start, start like deciding what guys are going to keep because they cannot keep everybody. I mean, they can. They can't. Maybe. They really can't. And eventually, they, especially if they're going to keep a guy like Mookie Betts or not keep a guy like Bogarts, like now is the time to start making those kind of decisions. And clearly they've already made the first of those decisions. You know, one of the big shoes has dropped, obviously, but in Chris Sale. But no, it, it does start to become, you know, now do you trade away Porcello? Do you try to trade away Bogarts? Because nothing's coming through the farm system. Absolutely nothing. There's nobody there worth a damn, so how do they set themselves up for a future that currently doesn't exist? Outside of the young players who are on the roster now, which, in fairness, they don't have a farm system, but they do have a lot of good young players who, you know, were part of that farm system. But still, they have to start deciding, like, who are you going to keep? Because, you know, they could probably keep Bradley. I don't think Bradley's getting big money anymore, but maybe... I mean, I don't really care either way. I don't think I think the time to trade Jackie Bradley for anything. I think at this point his biggest value is on the team. Hopefully, after signing a bargain contract, unless he pats like a two thirty-seven, then he can get you know nice, cool one fifty <laughs> per to first. <laughs> he can get one fifty and six bat in two thirty-seven. That's nothing. But um, that's that's the standard. <laughs> Okay, playing that defense, but no. So, I do think at a certain point they need to start making these decisions because 
And, you know, maybe even not take away the future, maybe you trade away somebody and get some bullpen pitching. Because I know that they won a World Series without bullpen pitching, but they also kind of didn't. They also kind of did win a, in a, win a World Series with bullpen pitching. It just happened that all their bullpen guys played out of their mind. So it's not like, because I think about the digs, people like to say that. Well, oh, they won without bullpen. No, they won because all their bullpen players played like good, like they had a good bullpen. I mean, can they do it again this year? I mean, it's not, I mean, well, I mean, the best of them, who was Joe Kelly, is gone. And you still got Brazier. All right. So, I mean, maybe, but even then, like, and then, you know, you lo- you don't, they don't have a closer. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. So, I don't know, like, it, it feels like they, they, it's it's amazing how they just keep not doing this every year. And now they don't have anybody. And this, once again, nobody's coming up through the farm system. Nobody. So, yes, now walking into the season with the returning World Series champs, and they do not have their bullpen rotation set at all and don't have a closer and have maybe the second best player of baseball lingering around without a contract. So, it's going to be an interesting year for the Boston Red Sox. Or at least his interest. So we got a lot to talk about these next 162 games, Jordan. Still probably win 107 games. Jordan, we're guaranteed 162. Are you ready for them? God, no. Are you going to glue yourself in front of the TV tomorrow for game one of a four-game series with the Mariners? It's going to come on at 12 p.m.? Nope, 7.08 p.m. Jesus Christ. The, the Tuesday one is at t- the, ga- the game after is 10.10. What? That's a doubleheader? No, no, no. I'm saying the game on Friday is at 10.10. P.M.? Yeah. And Eastern Standard Time? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, these West Coast games are a mockery. Like, 10, 10 p.m.? <laughs> to watch a four-hour baseball game. Are you ready? What? Are you ready for game two of a four-game series? <laughs> on a Friday night? Someone needs to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who signed the MLB TV contract? I don't know, but whoever it is paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> just, just an insomniac, whoever plays. Ah, it's 10-10. It'll be all right. I'm up. So they'll be up. I, I'm ready for the seventh inning at 1.30. So I, I work overnight. So, you know, this, this is really good for me. I come into my shift, catch the third inning, you know. Hey, you say that, but I worked nights over the summer. and It was great that baseball was always on. I watched more baseball than I ever have in my life this summer. That's ridiculous. I was working nights and I could just turn on the TV. Watch like saw like every game. Crazy how much baseball I watched this year. Crazy. But 10, 10 p.m. <laughs> I mean, it's a West Coast game. They're in Seattle. That's still insane. It's earlier there. It's still just as ridiculous. <laughs> a 7 p.m. You game just is- don't want baseball at night, do you? No, baseball should come on like five. <laughs> you just want matinees every day. You can't be watching a baseball game at 10, 10. It's ridiculous. So you're just anti-baseball games at night in general? Yes. Interesting. Like, it's bad enough when, like, the NFL games come on at 7. Wow, you don't like that. Okay. I didn't learn it. Jordan, you're just anti-night game in general. Yeah. I'm I'm going to sleep. (laughs) You want to be in bed by 9. Basically. You don't want sports at night. No. It It should be illegal. No sports at night. 
Hell, I even hated playing 7 p.m. games. <laughs> Friday night games were the worst. They're all Friday night games in high school. Like they're no, I had a I had a few Saturdays. Those Saturday games are so much better. You didn't like getting to wear your jersey to school. Did you wear your jersey to school? Yes, of course. <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> you never been a champion before. <laughs> I remember one time somebody on the cross country team was like, let's wear our uniforms to school. I was like, ah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> just just the just the jersey, the the high shorts. Yeah, hey, the whole thing. Oh. Get some get some compressions underneath. Unless you're not a guy who wears compression shorts, then you should probably wear compression shorts underneath. Hey, some guys don't. Some guys don't. Some guys are like, I don't want them. Want yeah, but what them. happens if you just if you, if your dick just falls out? It falls out. Running. Hopefully guys don't want to run near you anymore, I guess. <laughs> Guess it makes you less aerodynamic at that point, but just flapping in the wind. Talking about things flapping in the wind a lot today. I feel like it's like the third time I've said that. Maybe. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no. Some guys don't wear compression shorts. You know, some guys are just bold. It's very bold. Some guys want to run on the strength of their of their quads. They're not. They got nothing to hide. Nothing at all. They got nothing to hide in those legs. So, yeah, we have 162 baseball games coming up. Oh, boy, can't wait. Most exciting thing I ever heard in you're my not, life. You're not excited? I'm, I'm, hey, we're, we're in luck, though, because this series ends on a... Uh... Nope, never mind. <laughs> nope. We'll be able... By the time we see you next, it'll be game three of their four-game series with the Athletics, and you'll love this. The first three games of that series all start at 10.07. We'll have to go out Wednesday night to catch that one. We'll have to go out next week. To the catch bars will be closed by the time the game's over. We'll have to go. They'll, have they'll, to, be, they'll be bottom of the six, me? and they'll be closing up. They'll have to stay open. Like, hey, listen, guy, we got to see the end of game three of Red Sox Athletics. It's the fifth game of the season. You in know? March, <laughs> we gotta see if the Red Sox get improved to five and two or sink down to four and three. Because that really matters, you know. <laughs> this will be the game we're talking. Is this gonna be a turning point in the season? It might be. Set the set the tone. <laughs> going forward, what kind of year is this gonna be? How is this road trip gonna go <laughs> for the Red Sox? See how see how this season's gonna go for the next seven months. <laughs> we'll all remember this one in October, which is eight months from now. <laughs> what the? Who came up with this schedule? What is this? What is this? <laughs> Who came up with having so many baseball games? What a great question. Why? Can we get Rob Manfred on the show one day and be like, hey, you ever think about this less? Like, I know you'd make like irrevocable, like way less money. Like, an obnox- you'd lose an obnoxious amount of revenue. But have you ever thought of less? <laughs> Why is baseball like on TV like Listen, something... nine months out the year? <laughs> like it's really November, December, January they have off because they start spring training in February. <sighs> baseball never stops. And not in like the NFL way where like they just like hype you up for the combine. No, it just genuinely they get they get three months. They're like, off hey, season's and... over. Sorry we didn't win. All right, see you all again in like two weeks. Yeah. Like they just like leave like the wrap up meeting after the world series being, hey, great season, guys. Uh <laughs> see you next week. 
We'll, we'll run it back again. No time to like digest the season. No. No, no way you're watching film on all those games. All right, enjoy your long weekend, guys. See you in the 2019-2020 season. <laughs> you guys get five days off. Winter break, baby. Winter break. <laughs> go see your families. Yep. Go go meet with your wife you met when you were 17 and married when you were 19 for some godforsaken reason. Hey, man, she was there for him through double-A and triple-A ball. <laughs> She was here there when she was when he was on the AAU circuit. Exactly. I was there when you were a gull. <laughs> so I was there when you were playing indoor winter baseball. Is that a thing? Probably. You don't think the base the winter league in baseball? It's only a matter of time before they roll that one out. Just have it going twenty four seven. Games all start at like two in the morning. Yeah. Like, what is leaning into this? It's like a 15-game Winter League series. Oh, it would be like a 150-game series. <laughs> oh, They'd be God. like, yeah, we have, uh, we're starting our 100. we got to start small with a 120-game season. We want to just feel it out and see if this works. And the Olympics are coming next year, so they're going to have to, like, start doing qualifying matches for all the, like, the sports. Oh, God. The soccer that, and baseball. Is that really next? God. Where's yeah. the Olympics going to be? Oh, yeah, Japan. Tokyo. Oh, yeah, because Goku's going to be the mascot. Yeah. You Come excited on. for the Goku Olympics? Hey, man, I'm excited for the Akira Olympics. <laughs> I don't think they're going to want to want to bring up Akira. They should. I don't think that's going to be a good imagery for the Olympics. I don't think that's the image Japan wants to project of Tokyo. It's a great movie. It, I mean, it is a great movie, but it's, <laughs> I mean, in the same way that, like, um, Neo Tokyo. Damn, they must, they must have been really, thought they were really clever in, like, 88. It's like, oh, wait, we're going to freak you with the 2020 Olympics. It's going to be a whole new nation state by then. <laughs> we're going to do it through some serious social political. What year does Akira take place in? 2019. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, that's crazy. This post-apocalyptic Japan. Is Damn, are we ne living in the post? Yeah, Neo Tokyo is 2020. Are we living in the post-apocalypse? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we're living in a world with a... <laughs> <laughs> Where the president got exonerated of collusion with a foreign power and we all barely bat an eye at it. Hey man. Mueller ain't find anything. Mueller ain't find anything. There's nothing to find. <laughs> he said nothing here. <laughs> it was all in your heads. <laughs> but um Yeah. So baseball season's starting up. Yeah. Any any teams you're excited to see? Uh, uh, maybe I'm only to see what what the Padres turnout is, or Manny Machado. See if they get their three hundred millions worth. <laughs> see if everyone in San Diego just you know is running to go see the Padres. Well, I mean they got Manny Machado. Come on, guys. I know it's like seventy degrees out and beautiful, and we can go to the beach and play with the seals every day. <laughs> they have seals like right up on the beach. It's great. Yeah. But I was in San Diego. Go go up to the mountains, you know. Yeah, but no, we gotta go take in a who are the Padres play? Who are the who are the Padres playing? Uh, first game. Let me see. The Padres playing the. the I'm gonna get the real good. Yeah, we gotta go. Oh, perfect. We gotta go take in Padres Giants. Oh boy. Come on, guys. Come on, everybody. Get in the van. Take I, the train up to San Francisco. No, no, no. They're gonna be in San Diego. It's okay. Oh. It's a homestand, baby. Got to get Machado in front of that raucous Padre crowd. Got to get him in the den. 
Guy here in the Padres' den. <laughs> Padres' den. I mean, know who else the Padres have the draft rights to? Who? Johnny Manziel. No, they don't. They did draft him. Because like, the MLB draft has like a billion rounds, so sometimes they'll get bored and just start doing dumb shit and like drafting like celebrities. And they did draft Johnny Manziel. And Johnny Manziel was out of a job for like a week. Or he signed with the Memphis Express, baby. He played his first game the other day. He did. Were you excited? I was. Yeah, we we had a plan to go down to Memphis. We to did. Take take the express to the express. But then we found out that getting a train, like taking the train to Memphis, is so much more complicated than it should be. Yeah. And way too expensive, because the train infrastructure in Neo America is just just the worst. Exactly. Just impossible. And that's why we have gang wars on our super future motorcycles. I can't wait till we get to that part. Yep. Can we get to the fun part already? Like. And deal with evil government scientists holding this this creature who has can tap into this, the, the the secrets of life and genetic modification, et cetera, et cetera. Can can we play card games on these motorcycles? N- no. Aww. Maybe. Okay. Only if you have psychic powers. Let me summon start you don't need psychic powers to play it be on a dual runner. That was also a part of 5Ds. It was a whole little subplot about a bunch of psychic people, but that kind of just resolved itself. They just kind of stopped talking about that. Yeah, you're really deep into the lore of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Hey, man. man. Gotta get up to speed with Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Gotta get up to speed with you, Hugh. <laughs> Did you make that up or is that their actual slogan? Is that like the thing they say when, when they want to catch you up from last time? <laughs> oh my god. But. Speed with Yu Gi Oh! Get up to speed with Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds! <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to start using that as a rejoin from now on. <laughs> Take it up. Let's get up to speed with Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Oh, God. <sighs> Great dub. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any final thoughts on... Uh, on the impending baseball, the impending baseball season, I'm very scared. I think this, the title of this episode should, call, should be called Robo Gronk and Neo Foxborough. But wait a minute, though, that's a great idea. But did you see? But speaking of robots, did you see that robot that they have in Russia now? Because the Russians are apparently stupid, so they built this robot that can shoot guns. Oh boy! And I, it can drive. I love it. I don't. I love it. Are you kidding me? They can fight a robot. Why bother? Why build it? Because <laughs> that robot ain't going ain't to be working for us when things go south. Let me tell you. <laughs> that robot is not going to be on the side of humanity when things go bad. If they build that thing with any base survival instinct, the AI is not going to take the AI along the reason that humans are not in its best interest. So. Imagine they have, they have like a fail-safe. Fail I don't care. If the thing wants to survive, it'll get rid of the fail safe. 
they just don't pro they just don't program the knowledge that it has a fail safe. I'm just saying they're building the robots that can shoot guns. Yeah. I don't see I don't see the reason to do that. I don't see one good thing that will come out of that. Because it's Russia. Unless you do consider the end of humanity a good thing, which I mean, like, fair enough. Like, that's a take. But. Anyway. That'll about do it for us here. On the stadium experience. We've had a, I think, a fine day of in-depth, nuanced sporting discussion, Jordan. Yep. As we do every week. Yep. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yes. He was pretty all right. And then, uh. And then baseball. Baseball is happening in Neo-America. Yes, so we will be back next week. Hopefully, if nobody yeah. nobody offs us on the on the cycles, if no one takes the DNA of a genetically modified superhuman alienoid alienoid thing and tries to blow up the Earth, so hopefully we'll be back next week right here, four to six p.m. Stadium experience, Jake Elmwood, and I will see you all next time. <laughs>